0: Hey, cones, top of the show, as usual, check us out, Patreon, we are 15 people away, it's just $5 a month, you are uh, just 15 people away from getting a group cruise, and always be booked first ever group cruise that we're trying to put together, so this way, we can kind of you know, have a little fun. We'll do a bunch of games. Can you out drink Tommy? Uh, can you beat Chris in a costume competition? Uh, you might have a flex off with Stu. Uh, can you wear a towel to the theater like Sony? Uh, or, you know, can you. It's, uh, it's all I got, really. It's all I got. Uh, it's $5 a month. You go to patreon.com. P A T R E O com slash always be booked. You know we're fighting here. You know we're struggling to keep this thing going. So uh, it's always be both. If you can find it in your heart to donate five dollars, this is, sounds like a Sally Struthers commercial. Uh, does that even make sense? No, with the uh, Sarah McLaughlin in the background. That's not the idea, guys. If you can do it, it's five bucks. It'll get you another show a week, and it will give you the pride to say that you are a basically a producer. Of the Always Be Booked Cruise podcast, also Instagram Always Be Booked. We try to do something every day on Instagram, whether it's a picture that I took, which is usually the case now, a picture that I curate that I just found that I thought was funny. Usually, trying to give credit from now on for that, as well as uh, some memes, some uh, you know, kind of joke, joking things. I, I I fancy myself a humorist here and there. Sometimes I hit sometimes i miss but uh you could see it all on instagram just look for always be booked also the facebook page uh it's a group actually the always be booked cruisers ultra lounge cuz that's what we do right we're cool cool people lounge that's what we do cones uh always be booked uh cruisers ultra lounge on facebook all you have to do is hop on there on facebook search for it and ask to join and you will be let in st- Basically, immediately, check it out. Ask around. Ask the other people. But in that group, it's a lot of fun. We, it's, it, that's kind of our biggest example of kind of creating a community together. And uh, we'll answer each other's questions. We'll laugh at each other's stories. We'll like each other's pictures, things like that. It's just a, what would you call it, a cruising hub of people who are like-minded. The Always Be Booked Cruisers Ultra Lounge on Facebook. Check it out. You guys know we're on iTunes. You know we're on Spotify. You know we're on Stitcher. I think there's other places you can find us on Podomatic. You can find us on Podbean. uh, Pretty much anywhere where they have the podcast, you can find us. But if you could go back to iTunes and rate slash review us, that would be very, very helpful. Uh, Also, Uh, While you're doing that, uh, you know, just recommend us to a friend. Last but not least, we all know that the emails from you guys have become a lifeblood of the show. And if you wouldn't mind maybe sending me an email, any questions, comment, correction, concern you might have, Tommy at AlwaysBeBooked.com. Put stuff out there. Give us some advice. Let us know about your favorite excursion, your favorite cruise ship, something I said that was dumb that you want to Disagree with something I said that was dumb that you might want to agree with anything, even if it's not cruise related. Also, three, two, three getaway. Now, I know Alfred, AJ, I'm not sure what you're going by these days. We got to get your voicemail up there. However, in the move, we don't have all the uh, I guess, what would you call them? Accessory equipment found so i'm still digging through my truck to find a lot of that stuff and within that is the little cord that goes from the mixer to the phone which is why you haven't heard that yet but i'm gonna take this here cruise and i'm gonna come back ready to do that 15 away from the patreon set it up let's go let's make it happen let's start the show
1: Ayo, all aboard and welcome, it's about to be on Grab a couple of cones, cause we about to be gone To the Caribbean, seven days and eight nights Got the crew coming heavy, but we all packing light Yeah, we always be booked, we got our drinks in the sky From New York City to the USVI Is that a full margarita, man? Finish it up Cause we about to run the beer like Forrest Gump Finding pockets on the Lido, she ain't gotta be attentive Cause we did the things, and we'll do them again Tonight's the white party, but we blacking it out Cause we got the drink packed we're maxing it out, everybody come on, I said sound that horn, cause we gotta get
0: away to where the boat from. All aboard and welcome ladies and gentlemen to the always be booked cruise cast show coming to you not quite live from Palm Beach County, Florida. And guys, I cannot tell you enough how much, I, I now this happened when I went to Orlando too. I get down here and I all of a sudden, you know, I I like to think, I know I seem like I'm all over the map sometimes, but I'm not. I was happy to be back in New York. There was an energy that hit me when I went back to New York that was unlike anything else. It's my home. It's where I'm from. It's the city that never sleeps. There is a palpable energy in that city, whether you're from there or not. It's uh, socially. My friends were there. Uh, you know, I was getting back to work in a uh, for a little while, at least, a relevant business opportunity or plan. And, uh, you know, I was really happy to go back there not going to say anything, Uh, despite the fact that when I come to Florida, I just cannot help, particularly South Florida. I mean, it happened a little bit with Orlando, but more particularly South Florida. Why do people live up there? Why do people live in New York? And that's the main reason when I do fall in love with it, when I do go back and I do say wax poetically at how much I love the city. I mean, that's, yeah, there's a lot to do and that's important. But, you know, it, it is about the people. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I do say. Like, why do people live up there? The Onion put an article out, like, maybe a couple of years ago. And, you know, they can be funny. It's a satire newspaper, if you're not familiar with The Onion. And they do, like, deadpan, dry humor. They'll do, like, dry headlines. But what they'll do is have, like, uh, you know, just a really, really funny kind of commentaries. So they'll be like, you know... Uh, 8 million New Yorkers realize it sucks all at once, head south. And, you know, then they'll do like a typical story where there's witnesses that saw everybody leave, and they'll talk about, yeah, just one minute everybody was uh, jamming into a subway car, and then at once they just left. Uh, there's another one that said, Baltimore is now erased as a city. They just erased Baltimore. They're doing without it. Um, it's much more funny when you read it. But my point is is that. Just driving around. First of all, driving is an operative word there because, you know, you just New York is a prison. It, oh, man. This is going to be hard for me to not sound like a hypocrite because when I was in New York, yes, there, there, there's something to it for all the good. It's almost like when I review cruise ships and stuff like that and I bitch about them and you think that I'm like not having fun on them, but I'm just kind of breaking them down. Same thing with New York City. I love it. It's my home. It always will be. The people there. The food, the culture, everything. I love it. However, it is a prison built by its own prisoners held captive by themselves. Just an example of it's a its a, it's a proverbial prison, but it's also an, a literal prison because there's only so many places you can go. Like you freak out. Like I'll, I'll be an example. Like I picked up my buddy Tanya. You guys know Tanya. If you listen to one of the podcasts, she was helping me out with the intro and the news and stuff like that. Picked her up from Queens, and what I was doing was basically saying goodbye to her, but also trying to find a place where I can kind of donate some clothing and maybe throw some stuff out. And uh, it's a little hard when you're driving around Queens because everything is just, like, so condensed and everything is, like, so accounted for, all the space is so accounted for that it's hard to kind of, like... Bring things places, whatever. And we started to get too far away, and she started freaking out a little. She's like, where are we going? going?" I'm like, we're still in Queens. She's like, I know. I just freak out when I get. People are just like, you are completely stuck to where you are, where you live, and what your surroundings are. And, you know, if you want to do something in New York City, you damn well better find a way to do it close to the subway line or within a decently cheap cab because there's just nowhere to go. Like, uh, you know, the advantage is, yes, there is a lot to do within probably, as far as you can throw a rock, you could probably hit three Dunkin' Donuts, two McDonald's, a Starbucks, and, uh, you know, whatever, four or five grocery stores, whatever you would need, a movie theater, it is very close to you. But at the same time, if You want to go somewhere, you got to plan it. You got to, like, kind of like, uh, it, it's a pain in the ass. It, it, long story short, now I'm in Florida. I've been here technically for you know almost a month now since September 1st, but <laughs> I've been cruising for 14 of those days, not 14, sorry, 11 of those days so far, with about another eight on the way. Uh, but I'm just saying, I get in my car. I've been to Fort Lauderdale, I've been to the beach, I've been west, north, east, south. You know, these are things like, you You know, you listen to me, oh, big deal, Tommy, congratulations. Well, these are things you take for granted in New York. You are restricted to where mass transit takes you unless you're living a very, very uh, luxurious life in New York. Pretty much you don't have the option to drive in New York unless you're doing really, really well. I mean, aside from the out-of-control rents, you got the parking you got to pay for. You got to pay for parking at work. It's it's nuts. So there's no real reason to have a car in New York unless you just have, like, FU money or whatever. But, you know, in this situation, I just find myself on the phone with my dad driving down A1A, and there's just, you know, views of the beach alternating with just gorgeous houses, alternating with palm trees, Beach again, gorgeous houses, everything, and then I go to meet Beatrix, did a sandwich shop, and we're on this gorgeous, uh, you know, this strip of bars, restaurants, just pure recreation, people just living at the speed that they want to live at. You walk down to a pier, and you're on the water. There's people fishing. There's people on the beach. We saw a model photo shoot. Then you leave. You go back. Go back up A1A. Now the up. Oh, now the ocean's on your right, and the palm trees are on your right, and the beautiful houses and everything, same thing. Same thing in Deerfield Beach. Me and Kay, the other day, we went running uh, on the beach. There's a bunch of bars, restaurants, beachy-type towns, live music. You walk out onto the pier. Beautiful. That was in Hollandale Beach. And then you go to Fort Lauderdale. You go to Miami. You take it all the way down to Key West. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, if you have any. Not even if you have the means. Like, just give you, make sure you have the means. Everything is cheaper. Everybody's in a better mood. And the scenery is just. Ugh, the air is clear. I'll tell you this, too. Yeah, it's 96, 93, whatever degrees it is down here way more comfortable down here than in New York. 91 90 89 in New York is oppressive heat you walk out and I don't know what it is the crowds of people the fact that the island of Manhattan is just so overly inhabited uh, you know whether it's the heat that's get retained through the buildings and the you know the AC units that everybody has blowing hot air back out the subways the energy the power that's being used, I don't know why, but you sweat your, excuse my language, balls off the minute you walk out. Here, yeah, you feel the heat. You feel the heat, but there's a breeze with it. You have space. You have a little bit of, uh, you know, comfortability. There's not just layers and layers of people on top of one another. Guys, that's not the point of the podcast. I'm just kind of trying to give you a little bit of update of where I'm at living down here. It's weird, you know got here September 1st, had all these kind of high expectations of where I was going to be and what I was going to be doing with the show and everything. And I'm just getting these cruise offers you can't refuse. Like I said, little reminder recap. All I was planning on doing was booking one stupid cruise from Cu- for Cuba, September 10th to the 14th. What does Royal Caribbean do? Yes, I know. Get out the violins. You're going to feel real sorry for me. Uh, they offer me a free cruise on the Harmony of the Seas. Am I not going to take that? Of course I'm going to take that. Let's go. Here we go, Beatrix. Let's make it happen. The minute I get home, I'm like, all right, you got to always be booked. Yeah, you just went on two cruises, but let's start planning the March cruise. You go to plan the March cruise. You see, okay, you got a casino deal. When's the casino deal? Oh, the casino deal's out of control. What's out of control about it? It's $150 per person for an 8 Day four port Southern Caribbean aka Soka Cruise. Are you serious? Like I do not well what what do you do? You don't take it? When are you gonna have the time? I'm between jobs, right? Yeah. When are you gonna have the time to do that? You gotta do it. You have the money, you have the time, they throw a deal like that at you. You gotta do it, right? So that's where we are. So we're getting on that tomorrow. So if you, uh, so what kind of cruise is this going to be? What did I always tell you? What's rule number one, cru- uh, Cones? Say it together. You can never predict the type of cruise you're going to take. But you try to forecast it a little bit. You don't narrow it into a hole. You don't put it in a box. You don't put it in a corner like Baby on Dirty Dancing. All you do is you basically say, okay, make your little prediction, but be prepared for it to go in any single direction that it possibly can go. Now, this is a different one. This is a weird a, a weird dynamic here because well, it's not a weird dynamic, but it was a late breaking cruise. So this was like late. I'm late to the party with this one. So these guys have been communicating for a while. And who's the crew this time? It's Stu, okay? This was the cruise that I originally was supposed to go on, then didn't go on, and then there was controversy. And now... They throw a deal on. Now, I don't mean to jump back on the cruise that all of us didn't go on and we jumped off of. That wasn't the plan. You know what I mean? You give me an eight-day cruise uh, that was going anywhere, Eastern, Southern, Western, Caribbean, I would have jumped on it because it's $150. This is the cruise that they were giving me this offer for. So you know what? The optics are a little shady, but it is what it is. You know, Circumstances happen, and I'm going on this cruise. So this is what it is. All right, moving along. So we got Stu. Now, why did Stu end up on this cruise without us anyway? Great reason. The crew from the escape that we told you about, we met these people on day one. And we became inseparable with them. It's a very eclectic group. There's a couple of 21-year-olds, you know, a couple of uh, couples that are older than us. By a couple of years, not much. And then we just had a great time with them, ate dinner with them, did excursions with them, were at the pool with them, and it was a match made in heaven. Now, I'm cool with all of them. Stu stayed extra cool with all of them. Stu was basically on the phone with them. He really, really developed a strong friendship with all these people, and it was mutual, and it was awesome, so that's why they're going. So that's the crew. that The crew that we met on the escape in September of last year, basically a little bit... Mm, a, a, right around a year ago. A little bit less than a year ago, actually. And uh, Stu. So Stu's got his own room. Now, me... Uh, having taking this cruise with basically three days to spare. Don't have anybody to room with, which is great. And the rate is great. So I got my own room. I'm cruising with friends, but I got my own room. Why not? $425 out the door with $100 in onboard credit. Don't know if I'm going to use that on what. We'll find out. We'll figure it out. All right, let's go through. This is going to be like a little bit of a cruise preview episode. So let's talk. So tomorrow got to get up now it's the boca raton is a little bit of it's first no complaints whatsoever but for transportation for mass transportation it's in a little bit of a no man's land i don't want to drive my truck to miami and leave it in miami for eight days that might be the most economical way to do it why i don't know i just don't want to do it i don't want to do it so i want to keep it simple. And uh, just trying to figure out the ways there is, like I said, this new Brightline train service doesn't look like it's going to work out for me. Because, like I said, Boca is in a little bit of a no man's land from a standpoint of, um, you know, I guess, uh, I guess mass transportation. So I'm not going to be able to take the Brightline. There's also a wonderful service called, uh, what is it? shuttles of florida in some areas in some areas it's called luxury shuttles of florida it's basically a van 15 person van that just done f- does five or six runs up and down the coast from orlando to miami Every day, they have a few different vehicles, yes, and uh, they just make runs and pick people up along the way, and you could get rides as cheap as $25. If it's full or it's late in the game, you could pay as much as $60, but you can get to Orlando, to Miami, and you could do it very, very simply and kind of seamlessly. However... There's way, way less stops when it comes to Boca Raton. I remember when I was going from uh, Orlando to Miami or West Palm or Fort Lauderdale. Very rarely, if ever, did they stop in Boca Raton despite the fact that it's on the list. Now I could take my truck and drive up to Palm Beach, West Palm Beach. That's 25 minutes. Or I can go to Fort Lauderdale. That's another 25 minutes. Now I'm leaving my truck who knows where. And I got to pay to park there. And I got to take the Uber. So who knows? What are we going to do? So I decided on just going old school Tri-Rail, if you guys are familiar, Florida people, there's a service called the Tri-Rail. And I think it goes, I don't think it goes up all the, it was always supposed to go to up to Orlando. That's probably what the Bright Line is going to replace that with. But it never made it up there. But it does go from, I think, the West Palm Beach area, maybe a little north of that. I'm not 100% positive. But all the way down to Miami, the problem is it's a little older, uh, makes a little bit more stops. So it takes a longer. It takes longer to get there. It's not high-speed rail. It's standard rail, but that's fine. It's going to be an eleven twenty-nine train that is going to get me to the Miami Airport stop on the Tri Rail at twelve fifty, right? Or one fifty? No, twelve fifty. So that's one o'clock. So I'll basically I got to be on the ship by three. So that gives me two hours from Miami. Now I don't want to get on the ship early. You guys know that already. So I may. Get, I may get distracted and find something to do. Maybe get close to the port and then hang out because I'd rather be at Bayside Plaza sipping on a mojito or a margarita or maybe even a vodka soda or maybe even a Miller Lite or maybe even a Jameson on the rocks or maybe quite possibly, I think that's probably about it, a Corona with a little topper of Bacardi Limon on top of that. Those are nice. Call those a Palm Beach Lemonade back from 1999. So, uh so that's going to be it. So we're going to make our way down there. We're going to be in Miami by uh, 1250, and we'll have some time to k- kill before that, uh, and that'll be it. So then we'll make our way to the ship. Uh, probably, like I said, Stu will probably have been on the ship for at least two hours. The whole crew probably will be as well. Uh, I'm going to go by my leisure. You know what I'm saying? I may not even see anybody. I'm going to unpack like uh Uh, You know, we got to get that suitcase under the bed, under the freaking bed with the two suitcase. Uh, Explore the ship a little bit. Not that I don't know. It's not my first rodeo on the ship. As you guys remember, shout out to Doug Parker. was great enough to get me on that inaugural with Queen Latifah. So I did uh, get a lot of uh, experience and an education on the ship when I did that. You know, I put a video together for that too. And I got it almost 85% made. The truth is... I don't like it. I just don't like it. You know, it's. uh, I'm going to redo it. I'm going to redo the uh, video about, you know, basically do a ship tour. I'm fortunate to be going back on this ship. I just didn't like the footage. I didn't like the way I captured it. It didn't come out good. It came out kind of boring. There's too much. There's uh, a lot of pictures as opposed to video, which I prefer. And I don't know. I don't know what it was. I didn't get a lot of daytime stuff because we only had very, very few hours of sunlight uh, the first day anyway. And, uh, we, you know, the f- ship wasn't in full sh- swing, so I'd like to see that, too. So I'm going to redo that. Um, but what are we doing here? So what are we excited about? So first thing I'm going to do, get on. We're going to unpack. We're going to put the uh, suitcase under the bed. We're going to be like. Now i got a decision to make. i got got $100 in onboard credit. I guess it really doesn't matter, potato, potato, two, two uh, uh, six of something and half a dozen of the other, whatever it is. Uh, <clears throat> I want to use that. I'm, I'm leaning towards definitely getting the thermal spa. I know Stu get, has gotten it already. And usually that is a very, very good thing to do. Now, we got the drink package. We had to get the drink package. What are you going to do? I'm going to be the only one not getting the drink package with all these people banging down drinks left and right. So we went ahead with that. And then... You know, I did see the spa. I did see it. It's, in, it's not quite on the level of the Norwegian Escape. I can't say it's on the Norwegian Escape class uh, spa level, but it is still gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's modern. It's a little bit smaller. Shout out to Love Jones in the Always Be Both Cruise Ultra Lounge. He uh, pointed out that he thinks they shrunk down the pools uh, to make more room on the deck. He's probably right. I think they shrunk down a few things in the spa as well so no big deal guys you know what i mean that's just like i said worth mentioning is going to affect my cruise zero we're going to have a great time with that but you know when you get the drink package it is nice to have the spa because it does provide you with the opportunity to detox before you retox so we're going to do that so i am trying to figure out what else so excursion wise we'll talk about the ports in a minute I'm not really even sure that I'm going to do much of anything, but I will let you know what the possibilities are. I'm not going to snorkel. Shout out to Juan. Juan, you recommended that our snorkel trip that I do and not do that other one. I'm not getting in the water for snorkeling for this. I don't think. Uh, we'll see, though. We're not 100% sure on that, but I don't think I'm heading that direction. So uh, what are we excited for? What are we excited for on the Carnival Horizon? I could tell you what I'm excited for. Just the general conversation. Carnival Nuts and Bolts. The New York Jets blew, I mean blew a game against the Cleveland Browns, and that win by the Browns marked their first win since 2016, late 2016. What's in common with that? I have not cruised on a Carnival cruise ship since 2016, despite the fact that Carnival Cruise Line is ahead of everybody else significantly uh, when you want to count my most days at sea and I am inching inching close towards platinum I don't think it's gonna happen on this cruise I think it happens on my next carnival cruise where I hit platinum and guys it's not bad huh took my first cruise in 2011 trugging along here see what I did there I got caught between trucking and chugging along didn't know so I went trugging hopefully you guys uh well. Clearly, you did catch it. So, I'm just excited about what you can expect from Carnival. All right, so let's start with the negative. What you don't like is the drink package limit. That is going to be, especially with this crew, a topic of conversation. You are going to say, how many have you had? Uh, We're going to be counting. There's going to be, like, big shout out to Chris, who's not allowed on Carnival anymore. Sorry, Chris, just, I guess, brought it up for uh, the hell of it. But he used to make markings on his arm like he's in prison, counting the days, and how many drinks he had so he was fully aware of what he had left. Uh, Finding 15, that's what we call it, finding 15. You max out that drink package when you find 15. Hopefully, that won't happen. I've only found myself in that situation maybe three total time since how long have I been getting the drink package since we sailed with Nick in 2012. And I think that was, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. What do you want to say? 50 nights at sea. And maybe out of that three of them, it was like an issue where I really could have used another drink. And when I did do that, it was always because it was a late night casino night. Other than that, it hasn't been an issue, but you know, Some of these guys, it's going to be an issue. I could see it maybe not an issue, but it'll be close. So what do you do? What do you combat that? How do you combat the Finding 15 issue? There's a couple of ways. First of all, you can do the Bon Voyage package. You could spend about $100, $120, depending upon the brand name, and put some vodka in your room to get yourself a little bit of a head start. Am I doing that this cruise? No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. We're leaving it alone. You could try to sneak on board. Am I doing that? No, not doing that this cruise. Uh, here's what's going to happen. All we're going to do is just find that bartender, find that bartender that we can give that 22 to ensure that we get the nice strong drink, and that he's going to make it so that we don't need to find the 15. We're going to make it so that this guy or this female behind the bar, whatever it is, is going to give us, uh, you know, ten solid ones. So, we got some room to play with. We'll probably end up doing some shots. You know what I mean? You pay for the shots, too. So, you don't have to worry about that. I'm also worried about the nightclub situation. I don't know if how many nights I'll make it to the nightclub, but this is a party crew. They love to get after it. And uh, I could see ourselves wanting to wander. Now, we know we have the Havana Lounge. And we know that that is, as the kids say, lit at night. But... Do we want to – I mean, I have no problem with it, but will this cruise, the the, the population on the cruise, will it lend itself to uh, consistently go back there and listen to a live Latin band? That's more to me personally. I love it, but it's more of an occasion thing. I don't know if I want to do that and be the Latin live band late night as seven nights of late night entertainment. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to do that maybe two or three nights, but then get in some mainstream DJ stuff on the other nights. What I had heard from Doug Parker, shout out to Doug Parker. He said, uh, as of last time I spoke to him, that the Limelight Lounge uh, was the, the default nightclub. Now... On the other cruise ships from Carnival, they were doing it, whether it was the Dream class, I think they were doing it in the main theater, the liquid lounge, the main theater guys, that was terrible that that's just not a good layout. They tried that on the sunshine when I was on the sunshine. And Because I guess instead of, first of all, for many reasons, because I just love the carnival layout of the theater where they had the rows, neat rows with plenty of leg room and then old school like little mini drink tables that sat up there. You were chilling when you had that. You stretch it out nice. You got your drink on your table. There's plenty of room for the waitresses and the waiters to navigate through. And you are chilling. You got all the room you want. They changed it up to where they have the chairs uh, heavy. Yet movable, and uh, to me, that's not as I guess productive. Uh, you know, and I can tell you for the theater situation, but more importantly for what we're talking about right now, the nightclub. Uh, when you they just pull the chairs out, they put a DJ on the stage, and it just has a very cavernous feeling. You got you know how many? I mean, you know the nightclub business. What is it? A lot of places they uh, <clears throat> close off parts of the nightclub until they get busy enough to. Basically, get a vibe going. Uh, you, know, We've done that, too. You don't do that unless you have 500 or 400 people in the nightclub running around. You're not going to have that charge to make it that, 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 that feeling where there's an actual vibe in the building the way they do it. So I heard, which is a good move, I heard they moved it to the Limelight Lounge. If that's the case... I agree with that move. It's, inter- it's going to be interesting to see uh, how that plays out, how that ends up being. You know what I mean? Because Carnival, I think for a while, was going towards the funship. And I think fun meant for a while, fun, casual, uh, whether it's families but also adults, just fun, just like light it up and have a good time, be free, come as you are, and, 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 and you know get after it a little bit. I think Norwegian took that from them. And I think Norwegian... Went after the adult single party vibe a little bit more. And I think Carnival, and kudos to them, kind of gave it up to them a little bit. Okay, that's you. All right, here's where we are. We're going family. Then you started seeing things like the aft pools, be, which were previously adult only, being opened up to families. You see things like the $15, 15 drink minute maximum so that people aren't getting crazy. And now you see things like, you know, no uh, actual purpose-built nightclub on the ships will do de facto nightclub default nightclubs based on what's going on on the ship uh so uh, you know that's fine that's just a decision business decision carnival carnival seems to have made which is fine so those are really the only two negative things that are inherent with maybe what i'm kind of I wouldn't say concerned what I'm not just aren't my favorite type of things. Here's a major thing guys. We got a letter, all of us that are sailing on this ship got a letter today. And that letter, I didn't like the letter to be honest with you. I'll read the letter to you. Hold on one second. September 21st, 2018. Dear Carnival Horizon guest, we want to let you know Skyride has been closed for unexpected maintenance. While we are making every effort to complete the repairs as quickly as possible, unfortunately, it will remain closed during your cruise. We apologize for any disappointment this may cause and... No, you'll enjoy the many other fun features the Carnival Horizon has to offer. We thank you for your understanding and look forward to welcoming you on board for a fun and memorable cruise. And that is from Denise Waiters, Senior Director of Guest Services Carnival Contact Centers. Um, this, here's, here's the deal, guys. It's not going to really affect me. I'm not going to lie. I was looking forward to doing the, the, the sky ride. This is, in all essence, an inaugural sailing. Think about it thing's been in New York for a while. It came back two days ago. I guess the scheduling was weird, so they snuck in a two-day Bahama cruise that many of the people on this sailing also joined up on, but that was basically just to kind of, like, fill two days. And now this is the inaugural sailing out of Miami, which is going to be its home port for the foreseeable. So this is a big deal. John Heald is going to be on hand. Many people booked this cruise based on its newest features. And no more new features more celebrated than that Skyride. And they basically just told you, uh, you're not getting it. And we're sorry. Too bad. No, Nothing about compensation. Now, I wouldn't expect any money back from this. Uh, I'll tell you this, though. Would be nice if they did something, you know, they extended some sort of an extra thing to us or something just like as a gesture. You're going to have people that are going to be pissed at this, I think. You know, I got a group and there's about 500 people in our group on Facebook for this cruise. And it is approaching 50 comments fast about people who are very, very disappointed. I'm not going to freak out about it. I don't give a crap. You know, it would have been nice. I definitely was looking forward to doing it. But, you know, that was a very, very small piece of the cruise that we're about to go on. But you have an inaugural out of Miami. You have the face of the the cruise line, John Heald, going to be on the on the ship. Uh, and you know this is the what you sold the ship on. Could you imagine if Royal Caribbean on the uh, uh, on the the Anthem of the Seas? What what is that? The, uh, the Quantum class. If they did, if, if the if the I the I didn't work. If the North Star didn't work. I mean that would be disastrous and, and you know if it breaks down that's one thing if if you miss a day or two that's one thing but we just got a letter saying don't expect it to be on for the entire length of your cruise and that's eight days i don't know i, I would expect carnival that's that's you might get some blowback for that you know not for me i'm gonna be good You know what I mean? Give me an extra freaking, you know, whatever it was, something else that might be paid for or you might have to pay for on the ship. Maybe extend it for free for a day or two. You know, I think that would go a long way. There's going to be people out there who are just not going to be satisfied no matter what you do. But I think you still should extend some sort of a courtesy for basically not having one of your signature features available for your inaugural sailing out of Miami. What do you guys think? Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. How would you feel if you were booked on the Carnival Horizon and the Skyride was out? Let me know. All right, moving on. Um, So what else are we looking at? What are we excited about? I'm definitely excited about all things man with the sunglasses worn backwards behind his head. Guy Fieri. He goes by Fieri. Spells it with an R, but we're going Fieri. You know, like the mozzarella. So, uh, we'll do that. We'll give him that guy Fietti. And, uh, this guy, guy, no pun intended, he's got stuff all over this ship and it's great. I am very, very much looking forward to going to town on Guy's Burgers. Absolutely. To so Carnival. Okay, so we were talking about Carnival, just things that you like about Carnival. The aft pool. Loved the aft pool. Not sure if it's kids involved or not. Hopefully, uh, I would assume that it's probably open to kids. But, you know, a lot of times those things can be suggested adults' pool. You know what I mean? There's going to be a a pool in the front in the main Lido deck. And I'm just hoping that uh, whether they make it a rule that kids can't be there or not, uh, I'm hoping it just kind of, like, works out that way. That way, like, you know what? The families stay in front. And all the adults and, you know, adults only and, uh, you know, no kids 18 and over, 21 and over, whatever it is, stay in the back. So you're pumped about that. You're pumped about Carnival, just items that they have, I guess, in terms of food. You kind of forget about it. You know, you can get a burrito on most cruises, but I'm going to tell you, like, this is the truth. You know, I I break Carnival's chops a lot for the fantasy class. But just by Guy's Burgers alone, before you even walk into the buffet, on either side, flanking the bar, you have... Guys burger and you have cafe uh, the iguana cantina, cafe iguana cantina so you get delicious delectable burgers on one side and you get these delightful delicious amazing tasting burritos tacos, whatever you want on the other side. And they're free. They come with the price of the cruise. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing on Royal Caribbean um, that matches that. You know, Norwegian, you can kind of say maybe the, uh, you know, the only thing that would rival that would be the hands. They renamed that too, right? They don't even have it as Hands anymore for the newer ships. But the Hands where you could sit down. But I don't know. There hasn't been a time that I've sat in hands where... You know, the server hasn't been pissed off. You know what I mean? I think they just don't like running those free restaurants. They don't like sitting there knowing that they got to serve you. And this is completely free. I don't know why. Maybe because it's just so busy. People just use it so much because you don't really get that same vibe in the specialty restaurants that you actually have to pay for. People seem to be nice. Main dining room. People are kind of cordial. But then you have this free 24 hours a day you know pub style thing open and you know what I want nine more uh honey teriyaki not honey teriyaki Thai chili wings or whatever give me this most of the time people are drunk I I, I guess I see it but you know what Norwegian you gotta suck it up but like I said getting back to carnival here you don't get that on any other cruise line the rest of the stuff is just buffet food the buffet on carnival always to me very very consistent Uh, On Royal Caribbean with the Windjammer, I just have had good experiences, and I've had bad experiences. Honestly, it's about 50-50. I'm not going to lie to you. It's about 50-50. Good versus bad. I think Carnival has the free food nailed down. What I don't like about Carnival is the American table stuff. I think they took away a little bit of choices for you, and I think the portions are a little smaller. For a slob like me, that's never going to be good, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, options on the back of the ship you have the pizza on one side and then you have the seafood shack on the other side that unfortunately is a la carte you have to pay for those so understandable it's seafood you can't just you know give out 79 lobster rolls to you know anybody that walks up so that i get that i totally understand um You know, what else about Carnival? The stand-up comedy, they know where they're going for stand-up comedy. Now, I'm going to be interested to see these stand-up comedians because, you know, everybody tells me, you know, George Lopez, he had nothing to do with booking. He was just a figurehead, and that may be true. But in my personal experience, the comedy got cornier after he left, after they said it's not the George Lopez punchliner anymore, you know. And I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just seemed to be... A lot more, um, <clears throat> and, you know, we're just being real here, uh, will you call Urban, there was more black comedians, more Hispanic comedians when, when it was named after George Lopez. And, uh, you know, ever since that partnership broke, you know, you are seeing a little bit more career cruise ship comedians. You know what I mean? I feel like under George, it was a little bit more edgy up-and-comers who were good with the crowd, who were edgy, who were kind of like on the cutting edge of what was now. Then it's like, uh, you know, now it's a little bit more of a cheesier, just more older kind of career cruise ship comedians. And uh, listen, a lot of you are going to turn around and write me and say, Tommy, it is nothing. There's no difference. George Lopez had nothing to do with booking any comedians. And I'm saying you might be right. But I'm saying that that's what I noticed. Maybe it was a coincidence. That's why I'm going to pay attention particularly to the comedians on this cruise to see where we're at. Are they edgy? Are they being funny? Are they kind of you know pushing the boundaries of what uh, in the comedy world they call blue comedy because they did they used to do that back in the day so I'm hoping they do we'll see Uh, we'll check it out Um, also what are you looking forward to on carnival I'm sure we have an appointment with the pinnacle steakhouse I'm sure we'll be up there getting the steak in that beautiful elegant room with the Versace uh, plates and the Versace dinnerware and the ultra good service and then you know what the cheesecake is back the best thirty. $8 $8 you could spend at sea is there. You guys know I'm going to be on the back of that ship probably every night. You know what I'm saying? That's that's That was the tradition. <clears throat> Definitely be there on the last sea day for the last sunset. But, you know, with the fact that it's aft now, you know, that's where I was on the other ships since 2006, since I last cruised on Carnival. But now, since it's I'm, I'm going to be back there every night, it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it, whether it's three people with me, six people with me, eight people, or nobody with me. That is gonna be my spot. I'm gonna be chilling back there. I'm gonna the goal is to make friends with a bartender back there. It's gonna be awesome. Or or there's a wrench within this. <clears throat> now this may drive us, and there's a for the first time ever, there's another option. There is the Havana pool deck. Now that is not open to us prior to I don't know what the time is. It's either six or seven PM. But uh, after 6 or 7 p.m., it's open to the public, and that is aft. That has a pool. That has bars, and that has an infinity pool, and that I'm fairly certain is not kid-friendly. And even if it is kid-friendly, the kids ain't going down there. They're not going all the way down there. I think that's deck five, right? If not mistaken, deck five, and that's a different thing. On these uh, carnival ships that they started doing with the Dream Class is putting some hot tubs and a little bit more action – uh, on on the lower decks you know what I mean some things you could do outside there's tables and chairs set up out there so you can connect with the sea a little bit better and i'm definitely looking forward for that to that i'm definitely looking forward to the Havana cafe at night uh should be fun i mean it's heat it's it's it's, it's it looks hot you know what I mean i was in there i could tell you that right now that was the spot for the travel agents and the press tour that was the spot that's where everybody wanted to be that was the most lit room in in the on the entire ship after 11 o'clock. That was a big hit. But like I said, will everybody want to listen to, you know, and know if it is what it is. I'm just saying <clears throat> it's uh, the same genre of music, uh, music that pretty much this, singing, you know, the, this the language barrier in the music all that. You know, one, two, three nights out of the cruise I'm in. But for every single night, no, I'm going to want some regular stuff, some rap music, some rock and roll, some EDM, and I'm going to be looking for all that stuff, and I'm hoping that there'll be a DJ in a room that's conducive to playing that vibe as well. Uh, what am I looking forward to on this cruise ship as well is Guy's pig and Anchor, the uh, clearly the barbecue. I'm very, very much looking forward to having some barbecue. I'll probably have that at least four or five times. I'm not hesitating, but also... I think there's a country musician on board the ship, if I'm not mistaken, and his home base is in that little kind of bar area. It's a cool little pseudo live music setup. And what they did on this particular ship was they don't have the rem uh, Red Frog rum bar and brewery. They just used the guy's pig and anchor where it says flavor town across the bar, uh, and do that. Does they have, a uh, alchemy bar, uh, cocktails and stuff like that. So I don't know if there's an alchemy bar on this ship, but I do know that they do some next level, some, uh, um I guess uh forward thinking craft cocktails, if that's your thing, uh in Guy's Pig and Anchor as well. So there's good beer, there's good food, there's live country music, country rockish type music or Buffett music type stuff, Candy Chesney, Buffett, things like that. That will be a haven for me. I'll be there a lot and I can't wait to get there. So that's that. Also, the uh, IMAX, I'm probably not going to do the IMAX. I don't, probably care less about that. Uh, what is that going to do for me, really? You know what I mean? I, do I need to see a movie at sea? I think just, you know, there's certain things cruising related when you're doing these innovations. You should just always keep in mind, with some exceptions, I just think there should be things that are kind of geared towards doing them outside. But I don't know. It may be a popular thing. It may go over huge and people may love it. So, it is what it is. Uh, I'll probably watch a couple movies at night in the theater. That's one thing I love about Carnival, too. You can, and I know you can do it on other ships, but Carnival does it really well. They get the popcorn going, you know, on those certain nights that you don't feel like getting whacked deep into the night. Or maybe... On those nap nights, maybe there'll be that night where you go hard during the day, you eat dinner, you shut it down. Instead of going to the room, you grab your towel, you grab some popcorn, and you chill, maybe pass out halfway through the movie, but then you're up by eleven, eleven thirty, ready to go. I'm looking forward to getting back into some carnival karaoke, embarrassing myself a little bit with that. Who knows what songs they're going to have. By the way, uh, it is officially... Cruise Day in America right now. That's why I did this podcast after 12, which makes it September 22nd, uh, September 21st. You saw a lot of things on Facebook about the 21st being the 21st of September, which is a great Earth, Wind & Fire song. I dare I say uh, September by Earth, Wind & Fire, pound for pound, may be the greatest song ever made. Take that in for a minute. The greatest song ever made. September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. You're in a bad mood. Throw that on. Uh, Tell me. That's not going to clear your head a little bit. Uh, I I love that jam. Uh, Anyway, what else? I'm I'm looking forward to the Seafood Shack, uh, having a bunch of lobster rolls and things like that. Uh, Do they have the deli? I think they do have the deli on this ship, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm also looking forward to... What else is there? Oh, let's talk about the ports. Okay. So, Grand Turk is the first port. Problem is, is that it gets in at 8 a.m. and leaves at 2. What the hell are you going to do in Grand Turk from 8 to 2 on a, on a cruise? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll go to Margaritaville. I'll hang out. If people want to get off the ship, I'll get off the ship for a little while. But I've been to Grand Turk so many times, there's nothing really else to see that you haven't seen. And uh, well, you're on the greatest cruise ship in Carnival's fleet. Why do I got to go to... Why do I got to wake up and rush off the ship to go fight through the crowds and get to Grand Turk and look at Margaritaville for the eighth time again. Maybe I will, or maybe I go to Jack Shack, but I don't know. That's all aboard back on the ship is probably going to be about 1.30. Uh, I don't know. I love Grand Turk, but is it worth it for that time frame that we're going in? All right, now the next one. La Romana, Dominican Republic. Now you hear... Nothing good about this. Absolutely nothing good about this place. I'm, I'll am i get off the ship. I'll walk around the cruise terminal, see what's out there. I'm not paying for an excursion. I'm not going deep into the beach. I'm not ziplining around this place. And uh, that'll probably be a on and off the ship real quick. We'll see. Again, what do we say? Rule number one, never predict your cruise. I may come back with a story from you from La Romana that may blow your socks off and be like, holy cow. Next thing you know, we're doing videos called La Romana Doesn't Suck. But as of now, I would consider that a long shot. We'll see. All right. Next up, I uh, don't know particular order. Aruba. Aruba is pretty much the crown jewel uh, excur- uh, port of call on this itinerary. And uh, these guys are all doing a resort for a day <clears throat> now not really a resort for a day guy. I'm not. I don't want to go on I don't want to go and uh spend whatever they spent 70 80 bucks on just going to a hotel pool. I'm good with that. That's fine. They're all big on the, you know, tanning and the pool and the laying out and uh you know, amenities and swim up bars and things like that. Not 100% my speed, so bless them. Again, I was not on this cruise early. I joined late, and uh, I have every right and ability to join in on that, uh, but I'm probably not going to. I did my port profile, my last port profile on Aruba. I will probably listen to my own self in that port profile, again, before I make a decision, but there's two things that are... Appealing to me about Aruba. I want to do Arakak National Park. I want to see that uh, bridge, that uh, natural bridge. I want to see that natural pool. And I want to observe that contrast of <clears throat> the sand dunes going into white sand, going into rock, going into the crystal blue-green water, into the sun and sky. I kind of want to see that and capture that picturesque, picturesque beauty that you've seen in so many pictures. I want to check that out. And then... Oh, I forgot the name of it. What's the name of that restaurant that we talked about? Where? I don't have it up here. Z Rovers. Is that it? Yes. Z Rovers uh, restaurant where the fish is basically uh, water to table to fryer in about 15 minutes for you and they weigh up how much you want to eat. They weigh it for you and then they charge you and then they fry it for you right in front of you and then you will cook it for you right in front of you and it's deliciously fresh and it's a great place to have a Corona and look at the water and things like that. I want to try to see if I could find a way to check that out and do that. That's what I'm going to be looking for. Maybe ideally mix that in with a little tour. Check out Arcock National Park and we'll be good for Aruba. I'll see everybody back on the ship. Uh, In Curacao, they have something booked as well, I believe. I think it is a uh, sale, like almost like a little bit of a daytime booze cruise. Uh, and then you can snorkel if you want to almost like a catamaran type thing, but there's a bar on board. I don't have the full details. They did it through a shore excursions, uh, 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 website, not shore excursions group and not through the carnival website. Uh, but they did it uh, from a third party, but it seems like it's pretty reputable. Not like the guy I found on Facebook. Shout out to uh, tour Jamaica. Uh, and, uh, I might jump in on that, that I might jump in on. And, uh, Pretty much that's about it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on the ship. I'm looking forward to seeing the entertainment. Um, You know, what is it? Music Unlimited or Playlist Productions, whatever it is. So I'm looking to see some of those shows. I love those shows because they're high. They're dynamic. They got pop culture in them. The costumes are great. And they get you in and they get you out of there. Don't know what time the dinners are going to be. Don't know what direction everybody's going to go. Don't understand or know the pocket situation. I'm not expecting a high level of pocketry on this ship. Now, I would love to be wrong about that. However, a little bit more of an expensive cruise, a little bit more of a veteran cruise. It's a symbolic inaugural cruise. You know, a lot of the pocketry, the target-rich Pocketry that we seem to kinda of look for and uh I guess gravitate towards would probably meet be more towards the lower end cruises. Uh but we will see. We will see. I know Stu's gonna find something. It ain't gonna be if there's one if there's one single solitary pocket, Stu will find it and they will find Stu, and Stu will be good. You know what I mean? Me, I'm more of the percentage guy. I gotta buy those jugs of water. <laughs> Oh, I love the I love the Ultra Lounge. People telling me to write the bottles of water off, and taxes, and, you know, but we had some fun with the water. I don't knock that at all. <clears throat> I, I very well, well-deserved. Uh, all right, that's about it, guys. I wanted to touch base. I am cruising in a few hours, so I'm heading out. I will go live as much as possible if I'm able to, and I will... You know, post as much as possible and stay in touch and uh look forward to getting back, getting back to work, getting back to the grind, and uh you know giving you guys the content again tommy at alwaysbebook.com dot com for the emails I need some emails guys for the next show please hit me up emails tommy at alwaysbebook.com dot com five dollars a month on patreon patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash tommy and uh five dollars will get you another show and uh it supports the podcast really, really big help and fifteen away from announcing the booze, i uh, sorry, the booze cruise, I'm not far off, I'm actually right, but the group cruise. So do that, uh, rate, review, share us with a friend, Instagram, always be booked, and uh, iTunes, subscribe. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we will talk to you from the high sea in just a few hours. Take care, cones. Boat drinks. There's a
1: place where the boat is from It takes away. I love your big problems You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Take one part sand one part sea And one part set of them nine hundred tree, And the drinks set cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves Jimmy. From. Good Island somewhere we I'll ride the boats And don't grab your coat You won't need it Where we are going Get away To where the boat is from It takes away I love your big problems You could worry You can drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the boat is from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down To where the boat leads from it takes away. I look at big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat leads from. So get away. To where the boat leads from it takes away. I look at big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the So get away. To where the boat leads from it takes away. I look at big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the police from